So you're back again with the Afrobeats Avengers on with an S. Uh, and today we're just going to start in a bit of a somber note um, by paying tribute to Mobad, who tragically lost his life earlier this month at the age of 27. Uh, it's such a massive loss for so many reasons, and I personally have been reeling from it since I heard the news. Um, Mobad was many different things to many different people, but I think for me, the positive impacts that he always was striving to have through his music possibly rings loudest in my mind. He was a champion for the everyman and an inspiration, I think, for anyone who took out the time to listen to his message. And as such, his death sends shockwaves through the industry with several tributes pouring in over the last couple weeks, locally, even stretching to the international scene, landing in Times Square. He will be sorely missed. And to close this out, we hope, considering the murky circumstances surrounding his death, that he gets justice. <laughs> This is With An S, a music commentary podcast where we talk about all things Afrobeats, ranging from new music to more serious issues within the music industry. Okay, so just jumping straight into it, uh, you know, per usual, my name is DG. If you've been listening to this podcast, I feel like you should know me by now. But just in case you don't, my name is DG, and I am with my my gang, my Afrobeats Avengers. Sharon. <laughs> and we're missing one person who is away for reasons I'm not going to disclose, but heal up, my bro. God is with you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> So yeah, just jumping into the songs from this week, uh, there was a it was maybe like a slower week, slower music Friday than we're used to, but I still think there were a couple songs that got my attention. There's one particular project that I am just so excited to talk about, but I'm going to save that for later because I have quite a bit to say about it. So I'm just going to jump to you guys and you can tell me what songs that you're feeling. Maybe any projects that caught your eye. Okay, I'll start. So there's one particular project that um, really caught my heart. You know, the, the, I'm in my lover girl era. <laughs> and I've said this before. <laughs> Sorry. I've said this before, but yeah. So that song um, would be Nobody, Missy featuring Fireboy. Missy has always been that girl. Um, a lot of people haven't really caught on with her music yet. And honestly, I don't understand why. But I believe that one day <laughs> everybody will join the queue and listen to great music. From her um, intentional writing to her soothing-like melodies. Um, I always say that I don't think she makes music for the average Nigerian consumer. Because Nigerian people like... Tungba Tungba type of music. <laughs> they like something that has their blood pumping. Yeah. Maybe they listen to this kind of music when they have malaria or something <laughs> like they are recovering. So, like, I get it. So, this her single comes after a while. I think her last release was sometime in June or July. Oh, so she's had music out this year? Yeah, she, she has had one music out this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she has had one music out this year. And it was around June or July. So, like, this feels like a wow. Okay. That she's dropping this. But, like, it's really good. Nobody, nobody's, like, a really nice pop and R&B blend kind of music that's about love. It's about loyalty. And it's just about the chemistry that 
lovers have with each other. And um, the song for me is personal and the feature was was well um incorporated yeah it was well incorporated right because i find fireboy to be a very collaborative artist i say this because um he has worked with ladipo before on running and that whole um and that whole time that they worked together it was really good to see how they were bouncing ideas off each other so when nisi also said in one of her press runs that um, working with fireboy was like chemistry yeah. and they were just like bouncing ideas off each other and it didn't seem like somebody was dragging the other person or trying to get them to do something. You know how sometimes artists, when you're trying to make music together, somebody says, oh, I have to go outside, clear my head. Yeah, you just be yeah. waiting. You you have the fire <laughs> in you, but you're waiting for someone to yeah. catch on and it can be tiring. Yeah. But she was like, everything was just so easy and natural. So and they're like, physically in the same location for this? Honestly, I really don't know if they were, but I want to believe that even if it was virtual, like mm-hmm. if she sends a verse he would reply immediately if she sends a correction or whatever yeah it didn't seem like there was that kind of issue at least that's how it looks yeah to the public right and um yeah it's just a really nice song and everybody should listen to nobody (laughs) okay as a side note i feel like i always hear good stuff about fireboy's demeanor like every time somebody speaks about him maybe a person that booked him for a concert or whatever just like he just seems like a very easygoing guy to work with yes uh, for me, like I said, I was going to jump into Donnelly's album, but before I do that, I want to give credit to a couple other artists that I think did really dope stuff this week. Um, Vector had a song, Bedu, which I really, really enjoyed. I've been waiting for some time, Lord give me a sign, if I can see the shine, then my worries are behind. Um, it also made me think that, in as much as I enjoy his raps, I really like when he gets in his singing bag because this was one of those records where he's just really singing and feeling himself. It's like a chill, almost piano type record, you know, log drums. Another week of log drums. Hopefully, eventually, we get a week where there are no log drums, but it's not this week, unfortunately. People Very are, People are disrespecting that bill. Which bill? I'll be it's taking yeah, a while to come into fruition, but don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. The House of Reps is on it. We're going to get all the log drums banned. Um, then Rhythm and Blues by Aristar. Um, I thought it was an interesting record. I didn't feel like it was very singly. Like, I don't know if it's a single and I think also because of like her recent streak of features, in a way, it kind of felt like a feature. I don't know how to explain, like just like an endless feature as opposed to like this commanding song in itself. Because considering the, the tracks that she's had prior to this, it didn't feel like it had that presence of the other records. And I think I haven't really seen like a crazy reception to it, but it could also because she's on tour and she hasn't really had a chance to maybe push it as heavily as she normally might. Um, but yeah, I don't know that that was necessarily... It didn't give single. I think it's a good record, but it just didn't feel like a single to me. Um, Pam Wine Diaries by Jules, lovely project. He spoke about it being very Ghanaian, and it is. Like, he just packs it with a lot of really dope Ghanaian features. Sakodi shows out on the project, where Lassie was dope, Sina Soul. And it's just what you, you've come to expect with from Jules at this point. Just crazy percussion, nice chill vibes, never too, never doing too much. Even the tempo is it never the tempo really never gets out of place either. Like it's a consistent vibe pretty much throughout the entire album. Um, and now I can finally get into a project I have been gushing over 
since yesterday when it dropped i haven't stopped listening to yeah, it this we morning saw your tweets bro Bruh, several several tweets um someone asked if i was on her payroll i'm not i wish i was so i could cash out on this but honestly yes yeah, just a really dope project what i'm speaking about is lady donley's pan-african rock star now i think this project is a sonic triumph a triumph for risk-taking independent artists and music as a whole it is experimental and layered but simple and evocative and I think you can always tell when an artist puts extra care into their work. For me, it's in the details. Like everything feels intentional. Like there's a loud finger snap to accentuate a point being made at the end of this song, Your Fantasy, which features Kahlo. You know me, I'm a young Nigerian woman. And one of the things I love the most about young Nigerians is our ability to turn nothing into something just like this. Um, she has her signature yelps, just like, I just sing random things occasionally that really just add that personal touch and um, feel to it. The transitions, there's this really crazy one um, from Pan-African Rockstar, which is the third track on the project, to Your Fantasy, that just goes so crazy. Um, her French intro on Come See, Come Sa. It's crazy fresh production as well. She pu- I feel like she pulled out all the stops on that end. And shout out to GMS who executive produced the record um, and came through with like a lot of live instrumentation. I think another part of this that I really enjoy as well is that she stepped out of what I would call was like her overt caveman influence that was present on Enjoy Your Life. And I think for me, I, I get very excited when artists just kind of break out of the mold that you expect of them. And something that I would compare it to is kind of like Burnout with Twice As Tall which for me was his first projects that didn't sport overt fella influence. So I kind of look at that in the same light, you know, and I think this is a really, a really dope thing about the projects. And outside of even just the music, just the rollout as well was really dope. She took the artwork very seriously and just ensured that there was something that was engaging people for every single day of the week um, that the album so was supposed to drop. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. So, um, you know, it's nice that he referenced artwork. Yeah. Normally, you people do me as if I'm crazy. No, no, no. Anytime no. I reference artwork, you people do me as if, <laughs> no, now you're saying it's nice that. In certain circumstances, I'll excuse it. So like, you for see? This- see, when I was gushing over that artwork that time, you people would have allowed me. I don't even remember the context of that conversation, but I know we gave you shit for it. <laughs> yeah, you um, because you're talking about your, your superstar. I mean, it's also because. I mean, she's an independent artist, you know. It's, it's, it's a little more work for them. I just want to give credit to that. Um, <laughs> and I think the project is also very against the grain. The sequencing was on point. It had a stellar Obongjaya performance on it. It's really, really dope. And usual themes of woman empowerment. I know she's spoken in the parts in the past about how important that is to her. And also just the idea of being a girl's girl. It really comes across. There's also risk taken, right? It's like she takes risks occasionally in the project, mostly with her delivery on certain tracks. And if maybe she tries something that doesn't all the way land or stick how you would like, you're more willing I'll say I'm more willing to overlook it because the effort and her bravery is glaring. And then there's influences from all over. Sometimes it's Mama G, other times it's Fela, like on Come See, Come Sa. And I even struggled at times to find direct compares to the style because it's such a well put together melting pot or like gumbo of influences. And she describes the album as a labor of love, a combination of all the music she loves. 
And I think you can see it because it borrows without being derivative because she puts her own unique spin on everything. And yeah, I just really, really enjoyed the project, as you can tell, because I took a lot of time on those yeah, notes. Yeah, seriously blushing too. No, <laughs> you see, I'm telling you, it's so fun. It's so fun. I think kind of like with earlier episodes where I spoke about um, Bloody Civilian and how mm-hmm. like the freshness of her music just mm-hmm. kind of energized me. I felt the same way about this project. It just felt like something I hadn't heard yeah. in a while, you have, know, just so, you, even ever. Have you ever um, gone to see her live? Yes, yes. And she's a did performer. Would you say that um, this album makes for a great live? Definitely, definitely. The live instrumentation on it is going to translate so well. And I think because she's such a showman, I don't I guess show person, gender neutral term. Show um, babe. Show babe. <laughs> because she's such a show babe, I, I do not doubt her ability to put like just a, a lot of nice, God, I didn't want to have to use words like this, but it is what it is accoutrements on project on, on accoutrements i knew like, it i knew it <laughs> pack up <laughs> it's just you know you guys know me now it has little to do with the actual Funny word i just is now you're supposed to now give us the definition meaning? please definition, oh my goodness, yes, origin guys. please oh my god so you, i'm sure it's french it says this is so simple here it's not even like so simple such, no i'm saying the def, no the definition is simple which okay. is why like it doesn't even capture anyways it says an additional item of dress or equipment and one of the examples that it gives the accoutrements of religious ritual. So I like A double C O U T R E M E N T. But yeah, but I should have probably said paraphernalia, but I don't know. That's just the first <laughs> word. <laughs> That's just the first word that came to me. And I promise you guys, it's not because I'm trying to speak big English. It's yes, just because certain words. I think this better go in the episode. This better. It has to go in the episode. I won't lie to you. For me, it's just some words fit better than yes, others. Yes, the fits the context. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks, Moyo. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm with you. Sharon, watch your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also, if you wanted to close out on um on the music, maybe add something to the Donnelly thing, like you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your fantasy. Okay. I got it right. Your fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, that song that has one of my favorite babes in all of the music industry. Her name is Kalo. Get with it. She made fake ID. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I feel like, okay, maybe it's my ear. I don't know. But I feel like on that track, Lady Donnelly tried to also fit into Kalo's style of music. Mm. I don't know if... I could see that. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know. It, it was just really nice to me. I really liked it. Yeah. I kind of like when artists um, work with other artists who make music that is kind of different from their music. Yeah. But then they try to meet each other halfway. So it presents this kind of really nice output, right? Yeah. So like on the song, at some point, Seth, I didn't even know when Carlo jumped in. Yes, it was hard to differentiate them at times. I I agree. Yeah, I really couldn't get so that's just how seamlessly Mm -hmm. they did it. And yeah, solid, solid, solid song. Really liked it. My favorite song on the project is Hello Lady. I think she has dropped the snippets of it before. It was a single. It was a single yeah. of the... Yeah, I, f- I figured I had heard it before. That's my best song on the project. Yeah, jam. Proper jam. Lady Johnny is a performer, performer. Feels like she just releases the music so that when she performs it, you know it. 
Yeah. But I feel like the stage is her Where she, child yeah, calling. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Where she like Everything, her dressing, her dance, her DJ, everyone who's like in sync. I think she has her own band band. She does. After the came in, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Lagos Panic, yeah. Yes, yeah. And even just speaking about her DJ, I like that you mentioned that because one of my favorite parts of one of the songs, Come See, Come Sa, features um, Scratches by DJ Cameron, yeah. who is um, the DJ for the Lagos Panic. So yeah, shout out to, shout out to Don Lee and shout out to the Lagos Panic, man. I, I love music that just feels different. And even though like, I guess we've been talking about how Afrobeats kind of needed like just something to mm-hmm. rejig it. I don't know that's necessarily an Afrobeats album because it's so all over the place, even mm-hmm. just the name Pan-African Rockstar. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like obviously, because she's Nigerian and she ex- exists in this market, like it's just it's such a breath of fresh Maybe air for it me. Is what is after Afrobeats? It transcends. I'm crying. <laughs> However, which way the conversations I've seen around it, I hope that it gives her the um, status up that she needs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like let let everyone know Lady Donnelly is yeah. who she says she is. Yeah, because she's been at it for a while, and yeah, like the amount while. of effort that she puts into this, hopefully, it reflects on like maybe her platform. Mm-hmm just ascending uh speaking of which are uh, just songs one of the songs that i don't think i mentioned um that can kind of lead us into one of the topics that i think is hot this week um mc oluomo by odumodu black now i have a lot of thoughts on this song i've listened to it a few times also spun it a few times before i got here it's kind of like in the usual ilk of odumodu songs but i was wondering if you guys you know had any thoughts on it before i get into mine so um, I hate to break it to y'all, but um, I'm here to learn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been able to bring myself to listen to the track. I don't know if it's because of the name itself, because I I I don't really know what I'm supposed to be listening to. Yeah. So I don't understand it. Funny enough, I I, I appreciate you saying that because I think that is one of the subtopics re- around the song, or around um the release or whatever that I really want to get into. Um. Because that name is is very off-putting. It is very off-putting. I'm never going to pretend like when I saw it, I wasn't a bit put off. Because when you think about like Declan Rice, for example, which mm-hmm. is another one of those name-dropping songs, yeah. it, it eulogizes him. Like it is a tribute mm-hmm. to Declan Rice in addition to being like, I guess, this other thing about all Odumodu's qualities, you know. Yeah. So like it's side-by-side side as a tribute and this other side of it. Um, so it did kind of put me off as well. But for the sake of the podcast and just even understanding what he was trying to get across, I was like, let me listen. First and foremost, I'll say like the name, part of the reason I guess maybe the name was sort of off-putting is because of the circumstances surrounding the person that it is dedicated to. So the actual character, MC Oluomo. Okay, so I have a question, right? Now, I understand using the name of someone to create something. Mm-hmm. But now, was that song dedicated to the man? Mm-mm. Or was the Mm-mm. song used to try to explain some kind of qualities that so, should probably... I don't know. So he has a statement on it that okay. I can read. And hopefully just give some context. I just saw caps lock. I just scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> I can't lie. That caps lock sometimes used to throw me off balance. And when it's down plenty, yeah. I'm like, ah, nope. Yeah, he mm-hmm. types it a lot. I almost want to type, you know that um, handle at summarize for me. <laughs> because, <laughs> they, would sh- they would struggle summarizing Odubodu's tweets. <laughs> um, but I'll just read what he says. So he was responding to some of the backlash that he received as a result. And he goes, um, <laughs> he goes, where is the Oluwamo in you? 
Where? Are you going to take what's yours or at least go down without a fight before you give up? Is your bloodline weak? What are you made of? Steel or paper? Go out, go out there and take what's yours. MC Oluomo drops at midnight. So that was before the song even dropped because people hadn't even heard it yet, right? Yeah. So they were just reacting to the name. So in a way, he's kind of trying to play both sides of like... Um, Separate the man from the... This. You know that thing people do? So yeah. And this from the yeah, dance. yeah. And it's a bit like, okay, I'm not eulogizing him because he says... He says... Um, when I no go perform for inauguration, Yoruba people insult me. When I sing MC Oluomo, Igbo people insult me. Wahala, then hashtag MC Oluomo. And it's it's a it's kind of weird to me because I don't think you can play both sides. You can't you can't have the song named after this guy, which is ultimately drawing attention to him, and is not a critique of him. And also, by the way, I think I should, we should probably contextualize it a bit. MC Oluomo obviously is a very con- controversial figure um, in politics, just in day-to-day governance of Lagos. People know him for a lot of, I guess, alleged racketeering and just illegal activity that occurs in association with his name. Mm-hmm. Um, even during the election cycle, there were a lot of controversial videos where he was speaking um, down on particular tribes and sects of society mm-hmm. um, and threatening them as well. So he represents controversy just as a, st- as a staple. Like That's just the thing that we've come to expect of him at this point and he's not necessarily a figure that i would say lots of people or let me speak for myself Mm -hmm. i'll speak for myself yeah people like myself like (laughs) just flat out we're not fans of his we don't like what he represents um so in that way when you see his name on a platform as large as what odumodus has become even just considering also to say that he's still very active. Yes, he is. You know, it's different if maybe was, this yes. is a story of 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's still very, very active and in gr- current day Nigeria. Yes. Yeah, like he's not a figure a figure that a lot of us resonate with. And as a result, seeing that is immediately jarring for me. Because if you compare it to even Declan Rice, like I said before, instantly your mind goes to thinking about it as a thing that eulogizes him. But like going to your point about it not being something that happened in the past, one of the arguments that I heard made was that like, oh, people make songs about Pablo Escobar all the time. People make songs about Griselda Blanco all the time. And is it mm-hmm. because it's remote that it doesn't affect us? And I think the point that you made is so excellent because yes, on one end, the remoteness of it is definitely why maybe we don't particularly mind that those songs are made. Because if you actually speak to Colombians on ground, and I've seen it, like even with Narcos, when Narcos was made, a lot of Colombians were complaining about mm-hmm. how they hate how this guy has just been made like this Martin, like just, you know, um, like this, what's the word? There's a name that they use for people who are like figures that die, but whatever, like this tributes that they're being, that's being done to him or done for him. So in that way, you can kind of like say, okay, but yeah, you excuse that. And then Colombians on ground hate it as well. But for me, I think the biggest distinction, cause like even a Pablo, for example, is such a, a global figure that is kind of hard to, to get away from just referencing or even acknowledging especially like with hip-hop and how hip-hop is very you know talk about drugs and all those types of things but like the difference like we said is that it's still very active you know like tomorrow something could potentially come out about mco luomo that also like paints him in a negative light so i i I personally just summing up these very long points that i made i didn't like it i think the song isn't bad but it's just one of those things where because of even the amount of times that he repeats his name on it I can't get into it because I don't want MC Oluomo ringing in my head yeah. over and over and over again. So that's really what I felt about it. And I, I'm sometimes I feel like as an artist, if if you 
if you make a faux pas, if you make a fluff and it doesn't kill you or people are calling you out on it, sometimes it's just best to just either be quiet or... Type in small case. <laughs> or just, I don't know, like, because the, the ju- there's no justification mm-hmm. in my opinion. You like, the justifications didn't work out. So unless you're going to own it and say, this is how I was feeling in the yeah. moments, then sure. But don't try and make it seem like a, a larger thing. You have like unlocked the MCU loan. I would rather not. Thank you I'll- very much. I'd ra- I'd, I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> fine with who I am at the moment, you know. So that's really my two cents on on that song. So with me, right? Um, I belong to the group of people who, when you see something that you don't like, you don't even um, participate in it. Absolutely. So that is why I haven't listened to the song. Um, I saw his tweets, like I said, like because he's always talking. And then the people are always retweeting and <laughs> reacting, right? Yeah. And once again, it's in caps lock. <laughs> so you can't miss it, right? But um, seeing the name itself... It's triggering, It was babe. just off-putting, and I just didn't want to listen to it. I'm not going to contribute to the streams. Yeah. Once again, if the song should jam me on the road, there's nothing I can do now. <laughs> so I will hear it like that. But on my own, just because I don't particularly support what it looks like, I very likely would never stream it. Yeah, and I think it's fine. It's absolutely fine. I, it's just, I would hope that this doesn't become like a thing. Like, I, please, God. Like, because it's not. it's a, it, it's sort of feeling like the sort of thing that I feel like you're going to be able to expect from Odumodu just moving forward. Like, just, I'm just going to do things that rile people up and just move on. There's no longevity in that. Like I agree. It seems like there is, but there's no true longevity in that because I definitely won't play that song at, say, a wedding. Mm-hmm. I won't play it at where... Like, once we're done with it, we're done with yeah. it. There's mm-hmm. nothing that's going to take us back to that song. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. It's not like, um, what's this song? I know Ruga's song had nothing to do with Asiwaju, yeah. right? But it's not like that song. Yeah. Because that song now, they can take it and say they want to use it for him yeah. right and we'll see plays we'll dance yeah. with that party we'll he did he's talking about something completely different and mm-hmm. he's not saying oh yes bring the ashiwaju in you yeah I'm, like it's, it's no, not it, the name of the song isn't ashiwaju bola tinubu it's ashiwaju it's so that you can kind of get away with it it has a meaning on its own yes that can it's a word yeah separately outside of but mc Olomo cannot stand outside yeah. on his own <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. if there's any word that you get yeah so. Yeah, it's I just one you. kind. Like, imagine being in the whip and saying, guy, play MCO Loma. It's like, you get the hell out of my car. Like, I what the hell? I'll, I'll call it, like, movement music. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, it's a movement. You know, Declarice era. I didn't even know about the footballer. But, like... Me too. Me too. <laughs> it was just like, oh, my men, my men, there are many. You cannot bounce us. We yeah. are many like rice. Yeah. The movements of Odmodo and his people are like, I saw it as always oh, on brand for him with that many people that he likes mm-hmm, to perform mm-hmm. with, move around with. So when MC Olomo dropped out, or when he announced it, I'm like, okay, maybe he thinks all of them are like inner beasts or something <laughs> like that. It's like inner, some inner thuggery. Like, I, I think that's kind of like it. That's kind of the point. But like this person is a living being with a personality that's, that we look to as a vice. Yeah. Even if we want to say, oh, we are thugs, we are, we stand for this, this, 
or like we're rebellious towards this this but this person that you're trying to ginger us to be is a vice yeah can we be vices to beat the vice <laughs> or like it just feels like a lot of terrible complexities that i feel are, you I feel, yeah. I feel I hope right. he doesn't do it again. Same. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> even that um, declarized song, right? If you want to look at it from, say, business point of view or strategy, at least you can see that he's calling football fans because mm-hmm. you can tap into that football market. Absolutely. And it really should because even when the declarized guy had something, something, they... Yeah, his they announcement with Arsenal. He edited the music to mm-hmm. fit that whole... So mm-hmm. you can see he tapped into a whole community. But with this one... What community are you tapping yeah, into? Yeah, like it's just it's still, it's a weird the move. Community that is receiving this music is currently being trampled on. So exactly <laughs> That's what? That's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, really. So exactly you. what is the message? Like, yeah. who is the crowd for? Yeah. Like, who are you calling? I don't even from a like this is just randomly speaking. We spent a lot of time on this. We can move on, but um, speaking from like a PR perspective, being that I've you know worked in that market, I would hate that your name had the SEO of MCO Luoma attached to it. Mm-hmm. That just that's awful, you know, as an artist. But hey, he had his reasons, and ultimately, it's art, so he he can express what he wants to express. Art sometimes is provocative, um, but personally, I'm not a fan. I don't think I'm going to be revisiting. And I just hope his album kind of like just brushes past it. If they're not even going to put it on his EP, rather, I'd love if they didn't put it on there. But if they do, let it just be an afterthought. He stole the album for this. I don't know if that was the case. My my guess, I have no idea. But I think maybe the Def Jam signing probably has something to do with it as well. Being that he just recently went to America (laughs) and, you know, was kidding. Yeah, he's he's he's. I can tell that he's going to be one of those personalities that grates on people for a while. Kind of like how speaking with Ruga being humorous, I feel like Odumodu's thing is going to be constant, constant provocation. But like, let's just see where it goes. We'll give him the benefits of the doubt, and hopefully, the music that comes after this, you know, is maybe lighter, for lack of a better word. So while we're getting into topics, our fourth Avenger walked into the room, and I'm super excited to have him around for this next segment. But Alpha now. Are you just pulling up? Hey guys, I've finally healed from my heartbreak. Disgusted <laughs> <laughs> um, himself. Yeah, here. Um, it only took me like a few hours to be honest. As a Lagos boy, so <laughs> removed regardless. I'm about bouncing back to break hearts. But he has a broken, he has a broken wrist as uh, a result. Boy, why'd you snitch on him now? Wow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyways, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I guess we started a bit on a somber note, but I think outside of like all the sad stuff. But you know, more bad passing away. It's also been super amazing to see where his music has been going. Um, just seeing him charts on Billboard for the first time, seeing him top Spotify charts. You know, the album went to number one on the Spotify Nigerian charts, also number one on the Apple charts. Um, a couple songs from it have been charting really well as well. I'm gaining lots of streams day on day. Um, Ask About Me. I think peace was also doing really well. Um, so that part of it, I think, has also been nice. Um, just considering that this is music, his music is music that definitely needs to go to as wide an audience as possible. Just he has such a great message, and it's also just really enjoyable music on its own. And I think even just seeing how it's crossed, you know, shores as well. You know, it's it's um. I think I saw Meek Mill tweeting about it, which was very interesting. Lil Durk, Durk too. Yeah. Central C. Central C was talking about it. And, you know, they might not have spoken about him before. It's unfortunate that it had to come as a result of his passing away. But, you know, just seeing that his music has reached those places. And like we said before, you know, it showed up on a billboard 
in Times Square as well. Um, but I think one thing that always sorts of um, happens when I think an artist passes away and, you know, their streams and just general platform increases, it just always makes me think about posthumous charting and like, you know, one of the quotes that I remember hearing, someone said, I can't remember who it was to, I, I could find the quote later, that it often feels like artists, a lot of them are more valuable dead than alive. Mm-hmm. And that just always kind of rubs me off the wrong way, especially considering like, you know, um, some of the controversy even surrounding his his label situation, you know, and like royalties and things like that. But I, I'm just, I'm wondering like, do we have any thoughts on like posthumous charting? So for example, if they were to release, you know, an album, because I'm sure he probably had music that was loading up um, prior to this, we just had music recorded. Would you feel a way if there was more music to come from Robert? Mm, no, I wouldn't. Um, for me, I've always believed that um, unlike a lot of things, music is created to outlive you. So um, if you've already created um, something that is amazing, I believe the world deserves to hear it. All we need to do to honor the person in question would be to make sure that everything due them as regarding the rights of the music, the realities that come from it, and just the whole process, it goes to the right channel, right? So that's why um, everybody always encourages artists to try to get that aspect of their lives like intact so that when they are no longer here, everything is still in alignment. So... I mean, I, 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 I love music going out when the person is here, when the person is not here, because artists are long-time people, and I believe each of them would also like that their music can come out. They just would want it to come out the right way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I agree with that. Sorry, but even before that, if anything's going to be released, is it from Malia Music? I would assume no, because all the music that he released on this project wasn't from... Marlian music was independently released, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I just want to get that. I just want to get that clear because I mean, if it's from Marlian music, then I don't think I agree. <laughs> but hundred um, percent, it should come out because again, even with his passing, it's a thing where I think his music actually went further than his name. Funny enough, even like when he was alive, mm-hmm. yeah. because a lot of people have told me, "Oh, he's one that sang that. He's one that sang that." Like, I mean, my parents three, had four, that too. My dad like, oh, literally told one? me that I yesterday. Like, yeah. I would sing a song, and he's like, "Is that him as well?" And I'm like, "Yes." So, I mean, it's sad to see, but at the same time, it's uh, it's also beautiful to see because even without him, people could appreciate his like craft and yeah. his art as well. Yeah. So you can tell that whatever is going to be released, people would be able to appreciate it and appreciate it more as well. Because even with like um, posthumous charting, most times people would see the person and even if they don't know about him, they're like, okay, let me go and yeah, listen see to what him. Let me about. actually go and see what it's about. And like Mubad had so many good songs. Yeah. Like, he was one of my favorite artists, to be honest. So many yeah. good songs. So to see all of them charting in one way or another, when on a normal day, they probably won't have charted to be honest it's good to see like it's beautiful to see and i think they should definitely release more yeah. just put it out there and especially to like um support um his kid yeah um baby mom as well stuff like that yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think so 100 percent. yeah i think just it being tastefully done is my biggest yeah. um you know because occasionally even though like we're not in 
Turner, and obviously I, should, I don't want to speak for his team or anybody. They know him better than we do. Um, but occasionally, I guess, like with like a Pop Smoke, for example, yeah. you know, that that album, as good as it was, like the one that released, there were lots of calls from people that knew him who kept saying things like he wouldn't have collabed with certain artists on the project. So it felt very much like, you know, very commercial in yeah. a way that's just very icky. But I mean, ultimately, um, if the money and the proceeds go to the artist family in question, then, yeah. you know, what can you really say? If not, they should leave it alone. If they're not going to do it the right way, they should definitely leave it alone. But another thing on um, Posimo's chatting is that, so when something big happens to someone, right, maybe they win an award that they've never won before, the person dies, human beings tend to go and look up the person. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the chatting might not be as intentional, it might not be fake love, like it's really none of those things, is that they now want to know who was this person. Everybody says, oh, he's made such good music, he made such feel-good music, what is the music? So let's yeah. go and... And when that influx happens at the same time, it's bound to yeah. take off. And it's just unfortunate that you spend so much time alive begging people, oh, listen to my music, oh, listen to my music. And then they don't. And then something happens and they just run yeah. away without. Yeah. I look at music almost uh, recently. I have come to look at music the same way I look at pictures, mm-hmm. like mm. how evergreen that they are. They're always present, whether the person's here or they're gone. Mm-hmm. So, um, just like you guys have said, is like I'll draw from what Sharon just said. Um, how everyone wants to hear. Okay, what was this person about? There's obviously a surge around the conversation around um this person's passing. So everyone wants to go check out. And you'd also, uh, one thing I also think is the controversy around the whole situation. Everyone's now listening. Okay. He may have been speaking about this. Yeah. yeah. He may have left cues along the way. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to listen. And also the fact that we cannot deny that Moba's voice doesn't have a second. Like, yeah. you know, we, we speak about people who sound alike. Mm-hmm. Oh, these people are on the same song. We can't tell who's who. That type of thing. There's Moba's voice doesn't have, like, there's no one who's close to Moba's voice. And yeah. he, he, I feel like Moba used to. S- Mubad sang like he was onto something. Like he he knew his onions. Yeah. I've been present in a few of his sessions. Like he knew what he wanted to hear to produce what he wanted, like yeah. what he wanted the end results to look like. So I think it was just there was that awareness yeah. from KPK, even if you were stuck on Mobad during KPK period, mm-hmm. you just know that this artist knew what he was yeah. doing. Even if you didn't follow through to like his recent projects, yeah. you just know that oh, this guy is good. Right, I, I I don't I won't say it's fake love because like fake love won't make you listen that much. Exactly, the numbers that we see now are not numbers from people who just want to hear who, who's this. It's mm-hmm. it's intentional listening. Yeah, there was I, I saw like there was like a seven hundred and two percent increase in his streams. That that doesn't feel fake. Yeah, and I'm also super grateful that there's no conversation around it being bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Like true. we, everyone just valid. everyone just knows that everyone's listening. Yeah, everyone's attentive. Yeah, to us, to his music, and yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's nice to see actually organic. Yeah, you know, organic. Um, organic. You can also you can also tell because like each of the songs didn't they didn't rise at the same time. Yes, there was yes. you can see that. Oh, this they all had their own peak periods. Yeah, this yeah. One came then, and I think even just recently it had its Spotify. Yes. Um, yes. One number one so you yeah. can also see that really it's mm-hmm. everybody's discovering it every day now yeah. uniquely it's it's so. 
it's so interesting because even while you were speaking about um kpk i remember the first time i heard that song i was in my friend's car and i just kept asking who is this who is this who is this because it was like mm-hmm. apart from the fact that it was such a unique voice it was lamba that i just had an experience like uh, what was that particular line <laughs> Like, bro, it's like, what? that's so that's cool. So many, <laughs> so many memes. Yeah, you know, I, yep. and actually that's even, I just realized that's a more bad thing because I completely forgot, like, because OPP just became one of those things that was part of the lexicon, but I forgot that he, he created hella yeah. slangs and there's so many slangs, you know, so, yeah, like, I, I really hope, I think one thing that I'm hoping comes out of this and it's just because I didn't know him personally, I, I hope some of the internal story comes out, you know, like yeah. so documentation from the people closest to him yeah. who just speak about like his genius and even just his heart. Cause from everything that you hear, like I think I saw a tweet where somebody was talking about how they reached out to him to help promote their business and he would always do it. Yeah, he I would always post it on too. his story and several others, you know, just like that. So I, I really would love to hear more about that side of him because it's just so, just seemed like such a beautiful Super human Super random. Being. Someone texted me one time, say, oh, they have new merch. And I, you guys, you already know I have a mobile bias, so. No, of course. Um, Someone texted me, oh, they had new merch. They hadn't, like it's on release, but like they wanted to give one each to Bella and Mobad. And I, I was it was easier for me to reach Mobad, obviously, because yeah. yeah, obvious, obvious reasons. And I just texted Mobad, like, oh, someone has this, this for you. I sent him pictures. But, like, I was stalling on going to his house because I needed to have a reason to go to yeah. his house. For every day that I was stalling, Mobad was texting me, where is this thing? Where is this? You say you're coming. When are you coming? I'm around. I'm this. And he was, was a few times. Was to the airport. What's for someone's confirmation video? What for someone? So I always had content to send to this person. I see you. He hasn't posted it, but he's going out with it until maybe one of the guys in the house snagged it. Like <laughs> he had it. I think that he was such a people person. Mm. Yeah. And I'm, you guys did not catch up fast, but I'm happy that you're caught up now. It's like, like caught up. My my Spotify 2021 song yeah. was feel good. Then I always you guys. No mon- my top song. Bola has okay, been. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is my most. That's from last year. No, no yeah, This is my most played song from last year was Backside. No, no, no. Eighty two plays. The next song. Had 66 minutes. <laughs> this nigga. What are you trying to I'm telling you. No, no but, there's evidence but, on the podcast really, now. There was worry. one tweet like that from somebody that somebody was like, some of us, right, we consume um, someone's music a lot. We don't come online every day to mm-hmm. say this, say yeah. that, but we are there. Whenever right. they post music, we yeah. are there. Yeah. And that's really Actually, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Also, just as a subtopic completely away from this, but somewhat related, I really hope that, I guess, as a larger culture country whatever that we stop policing people's grief man like um i think i saw a lot of that as far as like oh this person didn't post or this person took a week to post and it's like guys please like that's the last thing that anybody should be worried about in this instance man people grieve differently and i've seen instances where i feel like "Mm, this is a little tasteless like maybe even certain tributes i I saw someone on the timeline i think was Faye who was complaining about how somebody's tributes had log drums on it log drums once again <laughs> like that's it the, the, the scourge of log drums anyway <laughs> but anyways it's just it's it's I, I think we should like let people grieve how they grieve you know people do a lot of things behind the scenes you know a lot of messages sent to people's families donations so like not everything is for the timeline 
Um, and I think that's really what I wanted to end it on. But yeah, I just really hope that more comes out as far as like his personal story and we get to feel just a bit more of Mobad as a person. So on a different note, I wanted to put you guys onto Culture Custodians event with Jameson, which is happening on Saturday, September 30th. Culture Custodian is collaborating with Jameson Nigeria on an event during the Jameson Distillery on Tour experience. Come learn about the history, heritage, and process of making Jameson Irish whiskey during the day and experience an immersive night featuring Altair, Afrofusion, High Life, and hip-hop sets from DJ Tobad, GMK, Wani and Handy, and a special surprise that we're not going to reveal yet. But you should be very excited. This is a free 18-plus event, and all you need to do for a chance to attend is register with the link in Culture Custodian's bio. So we have come to the end of another superb, enjoyable, insightful episode of With an S with your Afrobeats Avengers. This is really awesome, guys. Um, but for everybody listening, shout out to you guys. Thank you for supporting. We see it. We love it. We appreciate it. Always. If you hear anything that sparks you, you know, tickles your fancy, and you want to share with the timeline, please do so with the hashtag with an S pod. I know previously we had said with an S, but I think there's a lot of things that have that hashtag. So we'd like to separate ourselves just a little bit. Once again, hashtag with an S pod. And just, you know, give us some feedback. Let us know how you're enjoying the episodes, who you're enjoying the episodes with. And all that good stuff. <laughs> Please don't let us go. We don't want to know you're enjoying the episode. Thank you. But once again, man, thank you guys. Signing out from the Afrobeats Adventures. Have a wonderful week. Cheers.